Hello, everyone. This is Ricky, and welcome back to another episode of Gray Matters. Hi, everyone. This is Charmaine. This is episode 79, and this is our fourth Unbook Club episode, um, but it's actually our first for season three. So, welcome. If you're new to the Unbook Club episodes, they're basically where we you know, they're kind of self-explanatory. It's where we talk about books. So we're going to shift the podcast into a little bit more of, um, I don't know, how should we explain this for the algorithm? Like we'll call this a, um, book club podcast, unbook club podcast, book review podcast of sorts, but we're going to talk about all things books. And we call it the unbook club because we have found that book clubs, um, can often be exclusionary. They can re- be really binary and they have, they're really rigid. So to avoid a lot of that rigidity, we wanted to talk about books outside of that framework. So hence, welcome to the Unbook Club. So this um, episode, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach where we're going to talk about some books, but we're also going to talk about um, cause Ricky and I talk about this a lot and we've had this episode idea for a while. And, um, one of the things that we talk about a lot, um, having met as grad students is reading for school and like, just mm-hmm. especially like in the MWGS. And for those who don't know, it's multicultural women and gender studies program, which Ricky and I both, um, did our graduate education and, and Ricky is still doing, which I am so inspired by. Um, Ricky is getting her PhD in that program. Um, huh. Sorry. Yes, sending, My you, is, huh. <laughs> sending you, Send lots of, uh, sending you, <laughs> Ricky's asking for help. I'm sending you uh, good, good luck and vibes. Cause you're so close. She's so close y'all. Um, but in that program, like with a lot of other, I mean, I think like college in general, but especially like with liberal arts programs, you're doing so much reading. Like what, what is it, Ricky? Would you say like for each class we're reading about like three, like roughly about like three books a week, something like that. Right. Listen, y'all disclaimer, do not enter a graduate school program. That is like we said philosophical or like liberal arts based humanities any of that if you don't like reading because right yeah I would say it is it is it is about that um because like in our specific program we don't have textbooks we have books I like to call them book books right Mm -hmm. we have all these books we read white rage we read um southern horrors we read on lynching we read books right um And I remember the first, like the first week into the program, I was taking a class. It was women of color, U.S. women of colors. And that first week for one class, we had to finish two books. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what in the world? Like finish two books. And and I would preface this saying that Charmaine and I are both. And if you're in grad school, the most common thing is that we are avid readers, right? We love reading, like you read for fun. Like as a kid, like one of my punishments would be like, I'm gonna take your books away. Like, (laughs) and I'd be like, no, take take anything but my books away. But my books, yes. Yes, and I'm like up at midnight, like trying to hurry up and finish a book that just came out um, and like trying to get to the end, like, like you know that was the hype I feel like in in grad school you easily get immersed in this like over 
overbook experience where it's like you're reading three, four, five books at a time. Right. And if you're not prepared for it, it can be a bit of a shock because, you know, when we're reading for fun or reading for joy, we're immersed in the experience, right? You want to read every little detail. You want to, oh, let me go back to this page. What does she say again? And who said this? And I remember that happened. And so, um, unfortunately, we have just not been given enough time in the day to do that. If you're reading yeah. five books in a yeah. week. Um, and it's yeah. not like, it's not, it's a different type of reading, right? So mm-hmm, it's often mm-hmm. like considered like close reading or deep readings. And so you're reading, um, with a different frame and you're, you're reading with a different lens, so to speak. And oftentimes too, I found that like, it's, I think in many ways, sometimes that can take your like quote unquote joy out of reading, but like, yeah. it's, a lot of times it is these books that people who are not in graduate programs will read, like, for example, like white rage or, you know, Mm -hmm. white fragility, like a lot of those were very popular. A lot of, um, Dr. Ibram Kendi's books, you know, like they, um, like how to talk about race and stuff. Like a lot of those types of books have been in the conversation in the zeitgeist. And so people are reading them outside of a classroom, but when you're reading them in the classroom, you're really delving into that. You're delving into the theories, mm-hmm. you're delving into the research that the person who wrote the book, especially if they are a scholar or an educator themselves, what they, you know, the references, um, mm-hmm. for their work. Um, and also the, like, not to mention the journal articles that you'll be reading and journal articles oh are each, gosh. you know, I would say like, you know, they're, they're like 15 to 25, 30 pages each. Um, so you have a few of those. And then this is the really fun part that I didn't like, I wasn't quite prepared for. You will go in not knowing about a lot of things and not knowing about a lot of theories, especially like my background in MWGS or WGS before I got into the program, my undergrad background was limited. And so I knew a lot of things. I felt like when I came in, I was pretty well prepared, but there was a lot of theories and stuff I didn't know. So to ground myself better and in theory, um, especially like in philosophical theories and certain educational methods, you had, I had to do a lot more research on the side and mm-hmm. do a lot, a lot more reading so that I could understand what the readings I was talking about or reading was talking, we're talking about, and mm-hmm. I could better participate in classroom discussion and conduct my own research better. Um, so that's a lot as well. <laughs> There's a lot of like supplemental reading in addition to just what you're assigned. Y'all Charmaine is the A1 student. She is straight up dedicated because no, there'll be times in class where I'm, I just don't know. And I'm like, that's it. I'm gonna read it. And if I don't know it, I'm come to class and hopefully somebody say something because <laughs> Yeah, especially when you're when you're when you come from a field outside of WGS, like like I hadn't heard of intersectionality. I hadn't heard of a lot of these theories in the flesh, like all of these different theories. Uh, I had never even heard of Anzal Dua. Now we are very versed. Yes. In yes. Like, we have read some of Anzal Dua's works multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. And yeah, I'm you still reading it. Read. Yeah. And you're still analyzing it differently. It's, it's, yeah, I think like, and it, it's great. Cause like there will, there are times that, and there were, you know, were times when I was in the program and I'd read something and I'd be like, wow, like snaps, this mm-hmm. is it. Like, this mm-hmm. is why I'm here. I love this. Like, I love reading this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love studying the theory behind it. And then sometimes there was some really and not that this only happened when the material was dense versus not dense or accessible and not accessible, but like 
then there was other times that there was a material that was very dense or just Mm -hmm. not quite clicking for me, not quite vibing with me. And I didn't feel that way. Or there would just be some times that I really wanted to read stuff, but I was so overworked from everything that I just was like, okay, we are going to, because you, you really have to learn how to, you really have to learn how to be a diligent skimmer and yes. summer summarizer, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not really a word, but I'm gonna make it one. Um, while you're, while you're doing this type of work. And so there would just be some times where I'm like, okay. And I've gone back and I've kind of flipped through those books a little bit, um, with the, and I do have the intention of like actually reading them. Um, because a lot of this, like you don't read cover to cover, right. Even though it may be like a more traditional book, but you still don't, you don't like necessarily have to read it cover to cover, but, um, yeah, there's just some times where you're like, this is great and all, but like, I'm going to have to come back to you where this is going to be a summary. Yes. That actually yeah. recently happened to me. I, um, didn't realize that we read White Rage my first semester in Women of Colors. And then we started the podcast and we talked about the book. And I was like, oh, crap, I already have this book. Let me sit down and actually like read and, and like read it, read it. Because, yeah, when you're in, when in, in the, this is what I tell my students, this is what I tell myself. You always have access to these materials after the semester ends read the materials so you get like a grasp 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 y'all know what I'm trying to say of what is happening but yeah if you are trying to read word by word bit by bit you are never going to finish in grad school because it's it's by week right and one week like you said you could have a chapter in a book and you could have four other articles if you're reading word by word there's no way because In reality, everyone in grad school, we're not just in grad school, right? We Uh have lives, we have work, we have responsibilities. Many of us have families and we don't have like all that time to spend reading because newsflash, you're not just reading in grad school, but there's a ton of writing too to go yes, along with this reading absolutely you're so reading not... that for an assignment for yes. a discussion or something and often for a paper that you have to write yes. so it's not it's like like notes like you're taking notes in the margins and you've mm-hmm. got you know like yeah absolutely like it's not just yeah yeah that's when I discovered ebooks y'all ebooks if y'all are ever listening and you're wondering how is Ricky making it through life doing all the things ebooks I'll be sitting there waiting for laundry okay let me pull out my phone let me read an ebook I'll be sitting there at an appointment okay let me read my ebook ebooks where I can travel anywhere if I need to search something up real quick it comes up in an ebook um, I find if I'm in class and I'm like, I don't remember, remember this reading, I bring up all the highlighted highlights that I've done. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what this reading is about. Um, Ricky is an ebook genius. You really are Ricky. <laughs> like Ricky taught me the value of searching and highlighting in ebooks. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Save your girl quotes. Like, I'm, I'm over here living in what was it? 2020. And you were out here living in you know, 3022. So <laughs> I my, living in the my, future with my eBooks. Cause listen, like you are yeah. reading to write. And so yes, you absolutely. have to save those quotes because writing in grad school for those who are um, new, new to the grad school talk, um, you're not writing in your own words. You have to support it with a citation. And so all of the books that you're reading is to support 
what you're going to write in a citation. So if you are reading a book, you can save all your highlights. You pull up all those highlights and boom, there's your citation to support what you're going to say. Um, and then ebooks are easy. You just copy and paste. You can literally copy and paste and it, it mm -hmm. takes the citation. It gives you the citation for the book while you're copy and pasting. So yeah. um, if you're listening and you're going to start grad school and it's in this like heavy reading writing field, get the ebooks. Now for some books, I have the actual book in the ebook, mm -hmm. um, which we will get to that when we talk about our current reads. Um, but yeah, yeah, ebooks, ebooks have saved me, e-materials. That way I can just pack my laptop and go about my day. Um, and also the ebook is great because um, like, for example, if you're doing like a thesis or a dissertation, you got to do a literature review, right? And y'all, literature reviews, you basically have to, if you have a topic, search up everything ever written about your topic mm -hmm. in the history of existence of the world read through all of that ish <laughs> and then yeah and then summarize it and so the great thing about ebooks is that you can like if it's a whole book someone's written on your topic you can go to a specific chapter that's more specific and be like okay there and you can it, it just helps you keep track of Absolutely. all of my, your materials like plus if you're going to print out all those journal articles you'll be carrying around a massive binder like oh yeah no use acrobat now this is becoming a grad school yeah one-on-one episode no, but, but you know i like that you know listen gray matters community we give you lots of advice okay <laughs> Not only is this an unbook club, welcome to all. We will also give you advice on how to succeed in school. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's such valuable advice, Ricky. Like it really is. Cause you're right. And I think it's, it, yeah, because I think it's happened to all of us where like, how many times do you accidentally forget a book or something at home? And mm -hmm. that's, you know, like you forget it and then your bag gets heavy. Like it's cause that's my whole thing too. Even in grad school, like, oh my God, I kept my bag so light, but I, still had a lot of physical books and oh my God, like sometimes it would just be, it's too much. And sometimes cost effective wise as well. Sometimes it is, I kind of base mine off a of cost efficiency. And then sometimes mm -hmm. if I was like, okay, I kind of do want the physical book. Um, like what do I want to add to my bookshelf kind of thing? Like if I want to pick this up and read it, would somebody want to borrow this? I don't know. I like was thinking too much into it, but sometimes mm -hmm. it was just a lot more cost efficient to get the ebook. And, and so that's why, like, I have a lot of ebooks that way too. Um, sometimes yeah. it's more cost efficient to order the real book or, but a lot of times it was faster. I mean, I don't know if you've done this Ricky, but I have definitely accidentally ordered the same book twice. I had an ebook. I've done this multiple times. I had an ebook one time and I ordered it and I was like, okay, great. Cause the other book, the physical book was on back order, I think. Um, but I ordered the ebook and then like a week later I freaked out because I forgot I ordered the ebook and I ordered the physical book anyway. And when it came in, I realized I had the ebook. And then another time I ordered a book twice and I got it and I put it on my bookshelf and I was like, oh, you already got this book. Go return this. <laughs> so yeah, that happens too. But I think Listen. it's really like <laughs> go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, Listen, I don't know why. <laughs> this is a book, book lover issues where you, it really you buy the is. same book twice. And you're yes. like, dang, nab it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it really is. I think this is like, it's, it's, you know, like 
this is for everyone because this is a very safe space. This is a no shame in your reading game, whatever that may be, wherever level you're at, um, like community and episode, because Mm -hmm. I think it's, especially for those of us who were like very, who always been really avid readers. Like I was that kid who grabbed a chapter book to go anywhere, like to the grocery store. And I had a chapter book with me, especially if it was Mm -hmm. really good. You were at a good spot and your mom was like, let's go. I was like, all right, we're going to be walking pushing the card and reading this book. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was my mom happy about it? Absolutely not. No. Was she annoyed that it wasn't helping her? Absolutely. Would I be told to put the book away and get in trouble when I wouldn't? Yes. Every time. But did it stop me? No, this is how I finished the entire babysitter's club series like three times. Um, <laughs> obviously I love that series. Um, but, and I still, you know, I love it. I love just, you know, being able to, to delve into it, but I think it's really like with grad school, I, it's, it is. It's like, you're not just reading for fun. You're not just reading mm-hmm. for joy. And I think part of it for me was after being done with school was taking space and time and reclaiming that joy and reading mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also really focusing on reading for me. So like reading for you and your timeline. And it wasn't just about, you know, cause I see this a lot with like, Oh, wrap up. Like how many books did you read this month? How many books did you read in a year? And I think that's great. I think we should celebrate that as well. Everyone who's out there who is, that's pushing them to read more books. I love that for you. Um, But that doesn't work for everyone. And certain books, like I said, not every book is meant to be read chapter to chapter and not every book, even if it may seem like a light or accessible reading Mm -hmm. may not be one that, Um, And I'm not, I don't even mean like reading level because you can read as slow, as fast as you want. But like, sometimes like there's some books that are just, I'm like, okay, we're going to, I'm taking this slow and I'll pick up and I'll read something else in between. Although I normally do try to finish like one thing at a time, but um, yeah, I've been reading a little bit differently than I normally do too. And that's been my thing where I've had this one book that I'm holding on. Like, I'm just, I'm not holding on to it. I'm reading it, but I'm reading it in like small increments and I just haven't had the time to sit down and go through all of it. and. I just literally was like, Oh my God, I've been reading this book forever. I just want to finish it. Then I was like, you know what? I don't have time. I got all this other stuff I need to do. It's there. I will finish it when I have time. And that is okay. Like take the time that you need to finish books, start something else. If you want to go back to it, like there's no, I don't know. I also kind of want to bring in like book talk into this conversation because book talk can be a lot. I have, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I have on top of like a list, a Okay. Now I won't make this an insight into like my OCD, but like it's, I have like, obviously like a list on my keep on my Google keep. And now it's like on my, my notes app where it's like all of the books I want to read by category, like by like kind of subject or genre. And then I have a book talk folder on my TikTok of all of the books I've saved or all the videos. How do you make a folder on TikTok? Sorry, now oh, this is becoming a now, this is becoming too now much. it's shifting. In, huh? No, oh, I will show you. It's so it saved my life. I, this is how I you save when you save a video. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you we open up a video, you know how you can share it mm-hmm. in that little part. So when you save it, there's a little thing that looks like a little bookmark, and it says add to like right there. It'll say save to bookmarks, and you can click on it. And it'll say add to folder, and you can create a folder and save it to there. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do this after we'll talk more. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'll walk you through it, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's. And so now my book talk is out of control and there's so many books on there that I want to read and like, they're still on my list and I don't have time. And I felt guilty because somebody was like, I know this, I know we talked about, I think it was about the vanishing half because I've been wanting to read the vanishing half for a long time. Um, um, but it was like really big on 
Facebook talk, I think like, I don't know, sometime a long time, like in 2021, which in TikTok years is like 10 years. So like, I, and somebody was like, I know we talked about this book like so long ago on TikTok. And I was like, what we did. I'm so behind. I haven't even, I haven't even read it. So, but I was like, you know what? I'll read it when I, but I'll get to it. It's on my list and you know, it's fine. Yeah. This is what I'm saying to make myself feel better and make everybody else feel better too. Okay. That was my soapbox. Yes. Yes. Um, no, I love, I love your, um, I love your conversation. First of all, I need to get that, get that folder. Cause I too am on book talk and mm-hmm. one of the, um, people I follow has a YouTube and she posted all of the books she's been reading. And I, Ooh. I went and bought like half those mugs, their eBooks. Oh, I bought one actual book too, because Target was having like a book sale, like buy one, get one. Free, oh yeah. Or yeah. buy two, get one free or something like that. So I did that. And I was like, yeah, now I'm sitting here looking at all these books. I have all these eBooks. Um, that I need to read and these are strictly like joy reading books like I like to read um kind of romance books but not like cheesy ones um sci-fi like my favorite series is like a vampire series but um but yeah yeah the the fact of like reclaiming reading for joy I connect to that I actually started doing that recently with the PhD program because I think you just get so bogged down and always feeling like if you're reading something you need to be reading something for your research or for your program and then you just become so zeroed in on all of that and you just for me it became very um sad and depressing I was like yeah sad all the time um I guess and so yeah I I found that reading like if I'm just chilling, I'll read, um, got really into reading again. Um, I read, I don't know if we're getting into what we're reading. Yeah. Let's, we, yeah, yeah. Let's, Are we, let's get into yay! it. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, we'll share some of what we're reading. Go yes. Ahead. Yes. And all these things will be on our bookshop. If you want to learn about more about bookshops, stay tuned. We will go into that later on. Um, but yeah, so I started off my fun reading from, from book talk. Um, I was watching a TikTok. It was a book talk. Um, and they were talking about um, Black authors. And there's this other, there's this author. Her name is Talia Hibbert. I, we will tag her on um, Instagram. But she wrote this series um, about, she's in the UK. And she wrote this series about these sisters. They're called the Brown Sisters. And it's very inclusive. It's body inclusive. It's racially inclusive. And um, also talks a lot about like uh, mental health and physical health and um, and abilities and different things of that nature. But yeah, I started reading those series and I got so caught up into it and I was like, wow, I miss reading for fun. I love um, that. That makes yeah. me really happy. Yeah. So then I dug deeper into book talk and then now I have all these books. Um, and the great thing about reading for fun is, like you said, you can jump around like. I was reading one book, but then this new book came out. I was like, oh, let me see about this. And I was like, okay, let me for sure finish this book. Um, oh, did y'all hear my arm pop? Ow. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. For those who don't know behind the scenes, I record in a closet. So it's a very tight space. So I'm just sitting here in the closet uh, with the clothes. Um, 
but yeah, yeah. So I started reading that and Talia Hibbert, she has a bunch of great books. I've read four books by her so far. Um, and they're really great. Those three Brown Sister series, which will be on Bookshop, and then another one called A Princess Trap. Um, and then like, it's kind of fun, kind of academic. Um, so TCU is doing a Black History Month, uh, or like Black Story Month, not just month, because it's rolling into March book club. And we are reading Digital Black Feminisms, which I, which is the book that I have as an ebook and also as a physical copy because they gave me a physical copy. And I was like, let me oh, get the cool. ebook too because I need yeah. to read this while I'm on the go. Um, but yeah, all my books I read for fun, most of them are ebooks too because sometimes I'll be laying in bed. And the great thing about an ebook, I know this, this is not sponsored by ebooks, y'all. I promise Kindle. <laughs> is not sponsoring me at all uh, but if you're listening Kendall um and you want to sponsor us um we are not saying we're not open to that um oh that's right yeah but <laughs> the great thing about ebook is you know sometimes you're laying in bed um and you just want to read um but you don't want to keep like your partner awake or something like that because I remember like before this sounds so old, before ebooks were a thing I would be like in bed with like a bed lamp on, like trying to like read at 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, but now with an ebook, I can just pull out my phone and like read at 2 a.m. in the morning, um, which is mm-hmm. really great. And again, this is not sponsored by ebooks. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm talking about it a lot. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm reading. That was a huge ramble. If you're interested in any, any of the books, like I said, check out the bookshop. And we're also going to tag the authors. Digital um, Feminisms is by Catherine Steele. Um, and yeah, so we'll tag Digital Black Feminisms, excuse me. Um, and we will we will tag her too if we can find her um, Instagram account too. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. No, I love that. Thanks for sharing your books, Ricky. I love mm-hmm. that. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing too, right? Like with, with re-embracing and kind of reclaiming the joy in reading, you get to read what you want and, and do it when you want to do it. And I think that's great. Like, I, I feel the same way. I've also really, um, oh my God, I have so many books from book talk. I can't even get into it. But one of the promises I made myself too, was I said that if it's a book that I like, maybe like a fiction or like a chapter book or something, I will, I want to support our local libraries more. So one of my goals is to make a library card, um, which I'm so ashamed. I don't have one. Cause I had one when I was, you know, living in Chicago for so many years, but I want to make a library card. <laughs> And I know it's, it's, well, it's, you know, everything I, I, like I like to own a lot of books and actually there are like a few books that I've read and I used to borrow from the library in Chicago. And I was thinking about one the other day and I like tore my house apart looking for it. And then I remembered I borrowed it from the library. So there's that, but, um, I do, I love having books too. So that's my other issue, but, um, what am I even talking about? I'm not talking about libraries, but oh yeah. So I want to support libraries. So my, my whole thing is like, I have this kind of, uh, mission goal for myself that I'm going to, you know, check out books from the library support on my local libraries. Cause I read something that was saying that authors still get, um, like a percentage or something like the, the author is still supported. It, and then also your local library, which is a great institution that does so many great things is also supported. So if you can try to rent books from your local libraries too. Um, and I think a lot of them have ebook options as well, but, um, yeah, so I want to rent them. And then if I really like them, then I will purchase it. Um, and so with that being said, I'm like deep on South Asian book talk as well. So there's a couple, like I mentioned the vanishing half by, I, th- I believe it's 
Britt Bennett is her name, but we'll link it. Um, and we're going to add all these to our unbook club page of our website as well. Grandmattersablog.org um, on book club. So that way you'll have that as well. And the links to our bookshop. Um, but there's another one called the henna artist. So I've been wanting to read that those are next on my list, but, um, I did get a couple of poetry books. So mm. I, yeah, I've been really into, well, I've always been really into like poetry and, um, but I found a, a couple of books on, um, Sufism and like Sufi, po uh, poets and saints, um, at high half price books. This was like literally last year. I found a couple of really cool random books and I was gifted, um, a book on Rumi, which I really appreciate. So I have been kind of slowly going through those. And I really love it because I've been reading little passages at a time. And so I came across, um, I have visuals. I'm sorry, y'all that you can't see this. I wish you could, um, but I again, can the, see it. Yeah, you can see it. And the, um, the books will be on there so you can find them, but there's uh, two that I was really, I went back. It's ridiculous how long I went back and forth on which one I wanted. And then I just ended up getting both, but there's one that's called new names for lost things by Noor Unahar. I'm not sure if that's how she says her last name, but she is a artist and poet, um, out of Pakistan. And so she writes about, um, um, she writes about hope, self-love, culture, acceptance, survival. Like it's very cool. Um, and I love supporting my fellow South Asians. Um, and then there's another one by another South Asian, um, author. This is called, this is such a cool cover. I like, love this color cover. Ooh. Ricky and I were talking about this. I know we're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I can't help it. Covers but are marketing. If Listen, you can market. I know mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. it's so pretty. It's all, it's like 360. It's just such a cool cover. So this is called the girl and the goddess stories of poems and divine wisdom by Nikita Gill. So I'm very excited about this one as well. She's another South Asian um, writer. So these are two that are on my list and I've kind of just been like leafing through them, but I want to go through and actually read them. Um, so I guess those are like more my fun reads that I've been going through. And then I do have my goal for this year is to go through these three books that I have been sitting on my bookshelf literally since 2020. Um, I, they are a little bit heavier and I have not gone through them. So this is my goal to actually go through these books this year. But, um, and we're planning on doing episodes on, on an episode topic featuring two of the books. So um, mm -hmm. that's one oh, of the is reasons. Oh, that inherited generational trauma? That it, Are you talking about that? Mm -hmm. Girl, I still ain't mm -hmm. read that either. They're I know. looking at me in the face. It's it's just, these are like these heavy books. These are what I were talking about with like school. And like, so it's very much related to like epigenetics, which I, I'm really interested in. And Ricky and I talk a lot about that a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that, and there's a few more books for that episode I haven't even touched. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. But one of them is... Um, the one by, um, Oh, it didn't start with you. Yeah. It didn't Did start I get with that you. book? Let I'm me not see. sure. I don't remember if I mentioned that one to you, but it didn't start with you. How inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle by Mark Wallen. Um, this one is like, this one kind of delves into epigenetics and it's like a little bit it, it's a different angle than maybe what we talked about. I think I told you about this one, but anyway, the other one, the other one that I really want to read, um, this one I have started and it's a little bit heavier, but this one is like, I love this author. Um, I think she's amazing. Um, author, theorist, scholar, Dr. Joy DeGroy. I hope I'm saying her name right, but it's post-traumatic slave syndrome, America's legacy of enduring injury in injury and healing. Wow. I can't. That's the that. one I have. That's yes. the one I okay. need to, and then I'm going to get, it didn't start with you. Yeah. Too. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't yeah. feel bad. I have not, I have it not. Just, 
Mm. Can you see that I've like flagged it? I think I, I, I want to say I read through most of it. Didn't start with you. I took it with me on a trip. I took, I think last year. Um, and so I had like a few hours each way on the plane. And so I read it there. So I want to say I flipped through it. I did my, um, summary, my graduate school summary <laughs> of it, because it's not really like, as I think, um, I don't know, like to me, like post-traumatic slave syndrome was a little bit more like, I don't want to say interesting for lack of better words, but like, it just drew me in a little bit more. Mm -hmm, It didn't mm -hmm. start with you. It's written really well, but it's a little bit drier. I feel so it's just, it was better for me to to breeze through them. So those two are on my list are more academic. Um, and then there's a couple more that kind of relate to the concept of inherited family trauma, transgenerational, post-generational trauma. And then, um, yeah, like epigenetics, all of that. Um, stay tuned in the summer for the episode. Let me get to the summer. Maybe fall. Maybe fall. Fall We will do this episode. I think so. I think so. Fall will be wonderful. We will we will will do this topic. We will do this topic. I will definitely read it by then because I'll be transitioning from like everything I'm doing now. I'll be more settled. Wonderful. I I love fall. Okay, great for fall. Yay! Perfect. (laughs) Okay, good. And now we're holding ourselves accountable in front of the entire Gray Matters community. So and they're gonna be like hello (laughs) come august uh hello Um, yeah right so we're gonna get messages sorry y'all we're working on it um the last one i have i don't think this is like super deep i just haven't had a chance to start reading it but it's just mercy a story of justice and redemption by brian stevenson this was i think featured as a twu book um is that the one where the the guy who must not be named is in it the the man um, the Michael B. Jordan is that the one that they made the movie? Oh, is it? Oh, I'm not sure. I th- that- yes, I think you're right. Yes, because um, they showed the movie. Wait, is Michael B. Jordan who who, who he must he must not be named? Yeah. Oh, okay, for those okay. listening, I don't like Michael B. Jordan. Okay, don't come at me. I just don't. I can't. Everything. No, Ooh, you're allowed to not I'm like sorry. him. That's for another episode, y'all. Um, I will get into <laughs> hey, okay. Well, we need to talk after this episode. I didn't know that. The revelation. Oh, okay. you didn't know that I no. I do not like that man. Okay. I do not like that man. Mike Ooh. Jordan, if you ever listen to this, yes, I do not like you. Um <laughs> I, I Ooh, she coming out with facts. I'm sorry. I don't even know you, but you just give me bad vibes. Um, I mean, if, if you want to talk it over, if you're listening, fine. One day we can talk it over, but no. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's but right. yeah. It's, you're it's in, that that's movie. right, Ricky. You tell him. That's off the movie. I wonder how the book okay. is. I can read the book because he's not in the book. So that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll get yes. I'll get the book too. And we could yeah. we, maybe that, that'll be a future episode too. <gasps> yes, let's do that. I think that's okay. a good idea. Cause it, mm-hmm. I started picking it up and it was really interesting. And then I was trying to finish another book I was doing. I was like, let me listen, let me just finish. I can't like I like the poetry books and other books I can kind of do a little bit of, even mm-hmm. though I just went on a whole thing and was like put a book down and pick up another one. If that works for you, I am so happy for you and a little bit envious because like with TV shows and books, like if I have too many going on at one time, I'm becomes chaotic, right? I can't, I I just, I I get them all mixed up in my head. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Like when for school, like if we would have assignments and I would have to like finish one reading before I started another, because if I started two readings at once, it was, mm -mm, it was all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, I'm sorry. This is my last one. This is not a book. This is a really cute, <gasps> Harry Potter. Harry Potter journal. <gasps> um, it's just so cute. It's, it's oh, something fell out. 
This oh, it's a, it's a bookmark that I found from the book depository. Ooh. How cute. I don't remember where I got this. Where did from. you get the Harry Potter journal? No, so, this, my sister gave it to me. It's <gasps> actually, it's, um, yeah, it's very cute. It's just, it's like a leather bound and it's got an imprint of Harry's glasses and his little like leather lightning leather, bolt, lightning bolt symbol. Yeah. yeah. Um, I put this there cause this is by my books as well. And, um, I got a couple of journals actually the past couple of years and, I have one journal I've been writing in and then I do a lot of journaling on my phone, but, um, I don't know if it's journaling or more venting, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, um, but I, I've been wanting to journal more. So that's mm-hmm. been another thing that may or may not be related to this episode, but I'm going to bring it in here just cause it was sitting with my books and it reminded me and it's so cute. And I just love the way it looks. And so I was like, you know what? I'm also going to put this as a part of like the unbook club, I think like journaling. And cause I don't know about you, Ricky, or like, I just, I feel like a lot of times when I am reading, that's when I get a lot of my journal thoughts. So sometimes I just have to stop reading and start writing stuff down. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, this made me think of this that I read, or like, I'll go, I'll go into a whole thing. It's very inspiring, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think too, it's important to reclaim the joy in reading and taking your time. And Oh, also I did want to say one more thing is that when it comes to reading, I think a lot of it too, when grad school is it's related to rest, like when you're in grad school, you don't get enough time to rest anyway. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, like, I just, I needed to close my eyes. Sometimes I couldn't look at any more words on a page, like Girl, words, yes. text messages. Sometimes I'd be like, I'm done. I see words, I see words, but I cannot process them. My eyes are seeing them, mm-hmm. but I cannot process what it's saying in my mind because I have seen too many words today. I've typed written way too many words, too many words. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Grad school is when I became a, a um, an avid binger. Because mm-hmm. I, I would come home after class and I didn't want to read anything. I just wanted to sit there and watch something and, and mindlessly watch yeah. something. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, the words, the words on the page becomes too much because I'm like, I've seen too many. Um, yeah, I couldn't even read an ebook because I'm like, I've seen too many right. screens. Too I've many seen screens. too many words. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm tired. My brain doesn't want to take in any more words so let me go watch this show where they're just (laughs) it's just a show so yeah yeah that's that's true um that is yeah that's valid Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I think yeah rest is important and yeah and first and now sometimes reading for me is rest Mm -hmm. so now I'm able to like walk away and Mm -hmm. you know that is rest for me but there was Mm -hmm. a time that it was not rest for me that was work for me and you know, I think that's okay. You have to kind of do what works for you. And, and if it works for you to join a book club and like, you want to read, you know, three or four books every month and hold yourself accountable, like more power to you, please do it. I mean, we if you're that. doing it, I support you. Cause I know yes. I show like, like yeah. I won't do it. Cause I, you know, I go with the ebbs and flow. Like if this yeah. week I don't feel like reading, I'm not going to read. Um, yeah. And I already have to I think with grad school, you already have to force yourself to read and write when you don't feel like writing. And so you don't want to do that for fun. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh my God. That's so yeah. true. Like mm-hmm. I do, I feel really inspired in a different way. And I think sometimes you need rest to feel that you need to rest and recuperate to feel that inspiration. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I thought of something. If the Gray Matters community is interested in doing a more structured unbook club, like where you want us to do not even a book a month, like whatever y'all decide. So if you want to do like 
a book a quarter, a book every two months. Maybe you want to do a book a month. Maybe you want to focus on something else. Um, let us a know. book a Maybe. year. I could yeah. do a book. <laughs> yeah. If you just want to do a book a year and delve into it, we mm-hmm. could set up like a virtual session where we could okay. talk about it. Um, you know, of course we'd love to do it in person, to, like p- pending everything that happens, but we'd love to make it really inclusive and like invite everybody. And so if that's something y'all are interested in message us, DM us on Instagram or TikTok, or you can also email us great matters, the blog at gmail.com. But like, let us know if that's something you're interested in. Um, sorry, Ricky, I just like thought of that, right? It's, yeah. Maybe you y'all do want something that's a little bit more structured, mm-hmm. um, or you want book recommendations based on a certain topic. Um, let us know and you want to discuss it. Or if you just have, you know, you just want us to discuss a book for another unbook club episode or, or a topic for a set of books for another unbook club episode, let us know. But yeah, if you do want a structured unbook club, book club, we could do that. You know, mm-hmm. we, can, we can make that happen. Just let us know. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us know. Stay connected. Um, and yeah, visit our website to learn more about the unbook club um, series. Um, we have one through three yeah and this is yeah. four um and yeah listen stay listening in about bookshop we have a couple of posts on our instagram about bookshop um also on our um what's it called webpage too about bookshop yes. so yeah we love books here and if you love books let's connect let's talk about it let's start maybe we'll start our own book talk but gray matters the blog uh edition um if you're interested but yeah stay connected yeah, with us absolutely. stay in touch Yes. Yeah. And tag us on national book day. Let us know what you're reading. Um, we will release this episode. I think it's, wait, is this going to come out after national book day? It might. Never I think it comes out it. before national book day because national okay. book day isn't, isn't it? Um, here you're, you're going to hear, we're going to, we're going to pull this up, but yeah, like, um, just while Ricky's pulling that up, our bookshop, in case you don't know, we have a whole blurb explaining bookshop that we are going to be playing with this episode. So it'll be like a little mini ad, but we'll explain it to you. And if you want to read about it, it's also, if you go to our, um, gray matters, the blog, if you go to our resources page, right at the very top, there is a disclaimer and everything that explains bookshop, what it is, why we talk about them so much, what our affiliation means, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really easy. We actually have an entire book list. All of the books that we talked about today are on that book list as well. So you can just go on there um, and shop through that as well. Um, And we're, we're always trying to just promote businesses that are giving something back to the community. So that's why, you know, we were talking about like, um, bookshop and libraries and you know ebooks and stuff like that so yeah hopefully yeah. that's helpful so it's actually world book day oh, and cool. world book day is different than national book day national book day is in april this is so confusing world book day is march 3rd so this episode will come out march 4th so if you're listening to this it is march 4th and it is world book day um the the note no, it is not World Book Day. It's the day after World Book Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Oh, that's but tag us anyway. Yeah, yeah, tag us anyway. Tag, us, tag anyway. us anyway. And then we will see your posts when we release this. And maybe we can like respond to them um, the after World Book Day. Um, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see your posts. And it will go along with this, with this lovely episode. Yeah, yeah. We'd love that. We want to know what you're reading and all that good stuff. But we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah, we want to hear from you. Stay in touch with us. You know where to find us and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Hey, Great Matters community, this is Charmaine. And this is Ricky. And as bonafide bookworms, we have some very exciting news for all of our fellow bookworms. We are affiliating with bookshop.org, which is an online book selling retailer. But what makes them really cool is that a portion of proceeds from every purchase is donated to local bookstores. As of January 2022, they have raised over $18 million for local bookstores. You can support them and us by purchasing from bookshop.org through our Gray Matters the Blog affiliate link, which is bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash Gray Matters, and that's G-R-A-Y. M-A-T-T-E-R-S. Bookmark that link because we have added and will continue to add all of the books that we discuss on our podcast and that are available, as well as some others to the Gray Matters recommended book list through the bookshop link we just mentioned. We have also added these links as well as more information on our website, graymatterstheblog.org. For accessibility, we have added the bookshop links for all of the available books on the Unbook Club page of our website. There, you just click on the text that says bookshop link, as well as on the resources page of our website, where you can just click click on the title of the book itself, and that will take you directly to the bookshop link for you to purchase the book. It's that easy. This is not an ad, but we are affiliated with Bookshop. Because we love what they're doing. It's super exciting because we are providing tangible resources and it's an easy way for Gray Matters community to support us. Since you don't have to do anything additional at checkout once you purchase from our affiliate link, bookshop.org, our affiliate link at bookshop.org, you're supporting us, a small business run by two women of color and local bookstores all with one simple click. This is a great way to give back, especially if that's your New Year's resolution or goal. As always, thank you so much for your support and happy reading. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. You can continue to show your support by giving the podcast a five-star review, becoming a subscriber on Anchor, and following us on our website, graymatterstheblog.org, that's gray with an A, and on our socials, as well as sharing and commenting on our posts at Gray Matters the Blog on Instagram and TikTok. We want to connect with our Gray Matters community. If you have a comment or an inquiry about our customizable trainings and workshops, email us at graymatterstheblog at gmail.com. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll chat with you soon.